Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Bobcast. Yes, the I Want to Party with Bob podcast. This is the Danger, Inc. interview episode. Now, you know, it took me editing this entire interview twice, basically, to say the name of this band in my head correctly. Now, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love this band. They're fantastic people. It was a great interview. It was a pleasure to listen to that interview twice. But in my head, I keep saying it, Danger Incorporated, Danger Incorporated. It's not Danger Incorporated. The name is Danger Inc., as you will learn in this interview that's coming up. The song, the song that was playing at the very beginning and is playing softly in the background now, that is the song Nope off of the Up and Away EP by Danger Inc. There will be two more songs coming up in this podcast, one kind of right in the middle, and that song is called White Elephants off of the You Don't Tell Me record the final danger inc song of this episode is going to be your boy off of the asian man records release titled friend split what a what a fucking record that is seriously the bands on this friend split are grumpster sarcasm get married and danger inc yeah every band on that record absolutely rules it's great buy it obey me for I am Bob, go out and buy that record. It is fantastic. You should definitely get it. For the record, after this very brief intro, I'm not going to come back and say anything in the middle or at the end or anything like that. There is going to be plenty of entertainment ahead, though. Don't worry. Don't worry. Definitely some good stuff coming up. There's going to be a few short words from our dear friends at Red Brontosaurus Records right after this intro, so stay tuned for that. Now, before I uh, say a few words about Danger, Inc., let me tell you about the beer that I have right here in front of me. That beer is Plan 9 Alehouse's Black Sunshine, which is an 8% alcohol by volume sour stout. Yes, a sour stout. It's kind of interesting. Now, this stout features, like any good stout should, some coffet. Yes, that's C-O-V-F-E-T-E is our fearless leader, Mr. Donald J. Trump, has called coffee in the past. Oh, yes, all good stouts should have a dose of... Uh, Coffet in it, wouldn't you agree? And anyways, uh, let's try this out here. Let's hang on. Just let's try it. Yeah, that ooh, it's out. It's got a bite. It's got a little bite. It's not not quite like a rattlesnake. More like a one of those low venom scorpions. The non lethal scorpion. Ooh, yeah, yeah. It's got a bite. It's good. It's sour. It definitely leaves a little bit of a sour aftertaste, but it's not like a bad aftertaste. Ooh, it's yeah, it's nice. It's kind of fruity, sour. It's heavy like a stout, which I love. Absolutely my favorite. What stands out the most is kind of the fruity sourness. So, yeah, that's a good beer. So, yeah, you should get down to Plan 9 Ale House. Try some of this beer. Try some of the food. Plan 9 is a great place. That beer, wow. Yeah, that's kind of it lingers a little bit. It's haunting me. It's really, really good, actually. Yes, I'm not always a fan of the sours, but I do. I like that. That's really good. All right, head on into Plan 9. Give it a try for yourself. They are at 155 East Grand Avenue in Escondido, California. Reach them by phone at 760-489-8817 or on the web at www.plan9alehouse.com. All right, so Danger, Inc. Now, that's why we're here, right? Yeah, we are here to talk about Danger, Inc., to talk to Danger, Inc., in fact. What a band. The, the first time I heard them, Tilt Wheel played with them up at VLHS in Pomona, 
with City Mouse. It was City Mouse, Danger Inc., and Tilt Wheel. I think that was it. I think it was only those three bands. Very sadly, VLHS is gone. It's been gone for a couple years now. That is too bad. That was a fantastic place run by fantastic people. And that was a fantastic show. While we're rolling with the Fantastics, I was really impressed by Danger Inc. when I saw them for a couple of reasons. One, they're really, really fucking good. They are a really, really good band. They're tight. The songs are really good. You know, rocking, like, yeah, they're they're an interesting band. They're a little different. Without getting too much into the type of music that it is, let me just say this. That band fucking rocks. I, Danger Inc. is one of those bands, in my mind, they absolutely just rock. You can tell they're having a lot of fun when they play, and there is a lot of chemistry between them that makes them stand out and makes them a great band, I believe. So instead of going on and on and on about how much I love this band, let me just give you a few things that came up in the interview to look out for, some of the things that kind of really stood out for me, okay? So there's a quote in here. Um, Danger Inc. makes my ass wet. Makes my ass wet. Uh, you're going to have to listen for that one. That's actually a pretty good one. There is a story how the best album title of all time came about, and the name of that record is a Danger Inc. record, Enjoy Your Cat and Your Loneliness. Bass player Danny's awesome nicknames, such as Danny Danger. That's a pretty good one. I like that. Even better, Fidget Vape Dab Danny. Yes, Fidget Vape Dab Danny. Say that one. Three times fast. I proved this in this last podcast. I can do that. Fuck y'all. I don't need to do that again. So I'll say it one more time. Fidget Vape Dab Danny. Yes. Great nickname, by the way. There's a lot of talk about Taco Bell, surprisingly, of all places, and burritos in general. They have two great burrito stories, one from Jessica and how she has been chasing the high of a certain burrito for some time now, and also a burrito David had in Dubai. And what made that burrito so special, so spectacular? There's so much more in this interview. Some great, great stuff. We devote a whole segment to talking about nerd stuff that's absolutely fabulous. There's a segment where we're talking about the Hammer Bombs, which were one of my favorite bands, an incredible band from Northern California, from Oakland specifically. And the uh, people of Danger, Inc. talk about their love, their newfound love and appreciation of Northern California, since they moved up there not terribly long ago. This is Danger Inc. They are super rad people and a super rad band. Listen to them, go see them play, buy their records. If you do go see them, have a beer with them. Ask them about the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. I had to cut that out of this episode because there were some spoilers in there and I did not want to ruin it for anybody else. It was actually a really good part of the interview too, but I cut it because of spoilers. Sorry about that. So thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe to the Bobcast, rate and review the Bobcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Here are a few words from our sponsor, Red Brontosaurus Records, then the Danger Inc. interview and songs to follow after that. Thanks again for listening. I've talked about Red Brontosaurus Records and the fine selection of records and music they have in stock, right? Let's take a look at some of the other fine goods that Red Brontosaurus carries. Movies? Oh yes, Red Brontosaurus has the movies. VHS, DVD, and Blu-ray? They have all the movies. Horror, sci-fi, animation, anime, kids movies, comedy movies, TV shows, 
even goddamn Oscar-winning movies. Ready for you to take home now and cancel that Netflix subscription and save a few dollars. That's right. Did you also know Red Brontosaurus at this time has a movie special? That's right. It is an I Want a Party with Bob special. Buy one used DVD, get one used DVD for free. That's right. Buy one used DVD, get one used DVD for free. What a deal. Just mention the Bobcast or I Want a Party with Bob, and this deal can be yours. So head to Red Brontosaurus today for the deal. Remember, buy one used DVD, get one used DVD for free. Tell them Bob sent you. Red Brontosaurus is located at 3044 North Parkway in the North Park neighborhood in San Diego, California. You can reach them by phone at 619-795-1282 or on the web at www.redbrontosaurus.com. I am here with Sacramento, California's Danger Incorporated. Hello, everyone. Danger Incorporated. Hello. 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 So is it Danger <laughs> Danger Inc. or Danger Incorporated? It's How like, do you guys say it? It's actually just Danger Inc. because there is a hip-hop group called Danger Incorporated. Uh, and they come up a lot when people search for us. So we are just Inc. It's pretty awesome. They, oh. they, have, they have more likes and, and follows a and stuff lot more. than we do. But, I, you know. I think we started around the same time, but then like they kind of blew up and I don't know why, because their music is not very good, but then we get tagged in some of the most wild (laughs) shit. Like any publicity is good publicity though. You got to look at it that way too, you know? So when you search for our name on Twitter, you see a bunch of tweets about them. My favorite one ever says danger Inc. makes my ass wet. Oh, good. (laughs) So I just like to pretend that's about us. Good. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't seem like that kind of band. I don't not not in my eyes anyway. I was okay. so confused. I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, <laughs> how oh! does that happen? And usually, by the way, when that happens, I don't think it's necessarily a good thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for most people, it usually involves a change of underwear. Typically, I I don't know. Yeah, it you might know, not have been a, a visit to the doctor or something. I don't know. They're, they're right. Yeah. There you go. Anal leakage. Uh, what was that? <laughs> there it is. Fake fat that they were putting in potato chips a long time. You guys, are, you guys are, might be too young for that. Like you're never too young for anal leakage, Bob. That's true. There you go. There you go. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Okay. So why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Who are you, and what do you play in Danger Inc.? I am Jessica. I play the guitar and I sing. I do most of the lead vocals. Uh, I'm David. I'm the drummer. I'm Danny. I play bass and sing a little bit. Also, Dave, you do like all of our graphic design. Oh, uh, and I draw the pictures of cats. Dave's an artist. Oh, very good. Like on the first record on the Enjoy Your Cat and Your Loneliness. Yeah. And, did you do the design for that and everything? Yeah, yeah. That was a fun. Excellent. Project. Best record title, kind of of all time, too. That's a good one. I really, I really like that. So it's a kind of a, a a jab. At, is it a jab at uh, someone in particular or a, anything? There's, or? Yes. There's yes, a story absolutely. attached to that. <laughs> There is, there is. Well, maybe we should get that story out of you guys right now, I mean, if that's okay, before we move on to anything else, now that I brought it up. What Jessica, do you think? go ahead, go ahead. Um, so, Danny and I were in this other band. We um, name names. I won't, I won't name names. No, um, you don't have to yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we were in another band, and there was somebody that was uh, not great in that band, and we quit i quit and then they tried to fire me after i quit they told me to fire her the other two (laughs) members of the band cornered me after a show and said you need to fire jessica and i said fire jessica from the band that i started with her okay weird 
Um, oh god! But I had already quit. Like I, I legit already quit. Oh, it was great. So I called her on the phone. I was like, "Hey, by the way, you're fired." And she was like, "No, I quit." And I said, "Well, actually, you're fired." And we had a good laugh about that for a while. It was like eleven thirty, and I think we were both drunk. Like I was at home, Danny was out, and he's like, "So you know, uh, you're fired." And yeah. I was like, "It was a good, cool. good conversation." Um, <laughs> you saved me the trouble of something that I already did, pretty much. So. Um, but like, there was another band that uh, found out the story of what happened, and they were like, "Oh, that person," and they had said uh, they can. Uh, enjoy their cat and their loneliness or something and we're like we're stealing that thank you they, they it was sent a, it to that person that's pretty good message. yeah yeah they were like <laughs> oh that's right. was like one final like the what? person had an uh entirely separate from them they had another thing happening that and also ended up bad i guess and so the i don't know but there was a cat and this person uh, everyone was wishing this one bad person that we didn't like some ill will and so uh, our friend told her them uh to enjoy their cat and their loneliness, and we just ran with that. In like a Facebook message yeah. or something. <laughs> oh, perfect. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So, TMTM, we own it now. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and that was your first record, right? Was that the very first thing that you guys ever released, pretty much? Well, it ah! wasn't, but the other one just doesn't exist. We've erased it from everything, from all of this. Yeah, stuff. we were together for a couple months, and we just went and just recorded everything we knew, and ended up being like 10 songs, and none of them were... Uh, good so well nine of them were bad one of them <laughs> um, and so we we kind of just erased that from it was our it was our it was our, our test ep basically a demo yeah just a really long yeah demo. there you go there you go yeah, yeah, there yeah. You go. so yeah, that's... did you do like a cdr kind of thing that you'd sell at shows or do oh, something like oh, that yeah. with it at first yeah yeah i mean we still do that we're very diy but i mean no, I guess... that's good yeah nothing wrong with that for sure nothing I wrong with guess that. not now that we have like the friend split now but that's cool now, tell me about the name Danger Inc. How did you guys come up with it? I mean, to me, when I hear it, it kind of brings to mind like maybe a, like a, a get smart kind of spy thing, I you know, or kind of like like the enemy of like a, a good spy organization or something like that. Who are oh, like you're the leader of you know, Danger Incorporated <laughs> or Danger Inc. or whatever. It, what? It, how did you guys come up with a name? What's That's the meaning so much behind better it? Better than the actual reason. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can take my idea if you want. That's totally uh, totally fine. I had been I've been in band since I was like 16. I was in band with my brother, um, and. I am not a very dangerous person. I'm actually, you know, nice. I don't know. I don't know how to describe myself. But um, sure, sure, sure. Just so, a, like a, a very, soft, like a mild mannered, yeah, guy soft and cuddly, soft and cuddly. Yeah, sure, all those things. Yeah. Um, so my ironic stage name in that other band I was in was Danny Danger. Dan okay. <laughs> um, sort of like Great, a like an ironic heroin Bob SLC punk kind of name. Um, and then uh, after the fiasco where I fired Jessica slash she quit. Um, her and I started playing uh, acoustic open mic nights at this one bar called Friar Tux in Pomona that I we went to pretty much every week for about a year straight. Um, so she would do her acoustic-y guitar singing stuff, and then I would accompany her on bass. And the idea at first was anybody who wanted to jump on stage and join us could and should. So if you played harmonica, if you played another guitar, if you played hand drums, if you played keys, whatever jump on stage and jam with us we had like some crazy yeah. stuff like we had like a melodica we had like uh dave d was like oh i'll play some hand drums for you and then he shows up with a full fucking well, drum kit yeah that's what happened so the idea was <laughs> that's where the incorporated came from so it, i was danny danger and then we were me and jessica were the danger duo for a minute and then it was well we're going to incorporate all these other people so it'll be danger inc 
And then it turned out that Dave was just the only one that showed up every week over and over and over and over and over again with his drums. And then I was like, well, I guess it's just the three of us now. We're a band. Cool. And then like, so yeah, so there was that. And like immediately, like when that other band imploded, uh, we still had a show that was lined up and it was like a week out and I hate canceling shows. Like I will not do that. So I was like, I, I called the dude and I was like, Hey, so like, you know, this isn't a thing anymore, but we've been doing this other thing. Is this cool? So we had like one practice to make the songs that we were playing electric. And then Danny wasn't even our bass player for the I first show. I did not show. play the first ever Danger Drink show. That is true. Wow. So was it just then just uh, guitar and drums for the first show? Uh, we had our friend Freddie fill in on bass. So oh, oh, okay. So there was, was a bass player there. It just yeah. wasn't you. It wasn't Danny. Yeah, I was bass. at okay. school or work or something. I that, don't was, that was the first. I was relatively new to like music, music scene. I was in like a really terrible punk band before this, but really terrible, like super crappy. <laughs> but like I didn't, but like through music, I didn't meet like a lot of cool people yet, you know, at that point. Um, but then Jessica and I went down to do this like last minute show. That was the first time. When you meet somebody who's just the most talented musician you've ever met in your entire life for the first time, and you're like, oh, that's what that's like. That was our friend Freddie. Yeah, we went down. He's a good friend of ours. He was in a band at the time called the Barrel Housers. Yeah. And um, right. he's just one of those musicians who just knows everything. And then so we got, it was a show in Long Beach, and we met up with him maybe a half an hour before the show started. And he's like, okay, what's the first song? And he had his bass. And Jessica's like, okay, it's it's this. It's C, A. Okay, next song. And then again, okay, this one. Okay, next song. Oh, my God. And then he just like, learned. Like a yeah. Prodigy, or prodigy and he just or fucking learned it all in like 20 minutes. And he played the entire but set perfectly. It was probably more like 15 oh minutes. And yeah. Because he knows theory and he knows all of that stuff. Like, And so I was like, wow, holy shit. Like, is that what it's like to be that talented? <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. Like, that's. <laughs> Wow. It was kind of mind-blowing just to watch that happen. And I was like, oh, I've been playing drums for this long and I could barely keep a beat. But, like, yeah. we didn't expect... Yeah, right, right. We didn't expect the name to, like, stick or anything. Like, that was just, like, for uh, Thursdays. And then it was like, oh, shit. Like, well, I guess we're Danger Inc. now. And then when I came in and played bass, it was very different because I'm not as good as Freddie. And I, <laughs> that was for me. We can only Don't worry. You sound good now. I don't worry about that at all. So now. No, it sounds great. <laughs> now, I, th I think that's a great origin story. I mean, that's good. It's not what I expected, and that's that's even better, kind of. So now, where where did you guys? Is that where you guys all met at this Friar Tuck's place, or did you guys kind of know each other before that, or how? What's your? How did you guys all meet? I Jessica and Danny uh, knew each other before I met them. This is the third band I've been in with Jessica. So we've known each other since like 2011, 2012, I think. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I met them when I was in previously mentioned shitty punk band. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Real shitty. There was, a, there was a Halloween house show that had a couple bands and my band played, their band played. And it was fun because it was a Halloween show. Everybody dressed up, you know? And so their band was four, or, sorry, three girls and Danny. Mm -hmm. And then decided to do the Powerpuff Girls. And the professor. Except and the professor. Oh, okay. All except right, all right. except cool, cool. Danny wasn't allowed to be the professor. Because that would be boring. So one of the girls was the professor and Danny was bubbles. Damn right. And he had a very short skirt and a so wig. Short. Oh and that's God. how that's how I met Danny for the first time. <laughs> I remember going to Target to buy Danny's first uh pair of tights and his first <laughs> pair of spanks. 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 Let's get it right. Yeah. And then we put like the wig and everything and it, he looked like Kurt Cobain cosplaying as Bubbles. Yeah, I didn't shave or anything. It was just just this, but with a big old blonde wig. It was yeah. great. So that's where we met Dave. Awesome. And then, yeah. So, 
at, at, at basically like at this Halloween party or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. Where, where 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 was that? Where what city uh, Santa was that? Anna. Santa Anna. Yeah. And that, Santa Anna. Okay. I think we only played one song because it got shut down real fast. Yeah, they went up. They got everything got set up. It was in the backyard. They played like a song and a half, and then the cops came. And then so everybody, right, everybody yeah, had to hang yeah. out. Like nobody had to like leave, but we had to hang out for like two hours until we could just play so music. I again. wore a dress for no reason. <laughs> there you go. You looked great, Dan. Well, did, there's always I a did. good reason to wear a dress, and you know, I mean, they it definitely was, fitting in certain situations. It was comfortable. So. <laughs> there you go. Right, a lot of freedom of movement there. It's very airy. Sure, yeah. So. yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, did, did are you, all you guys from Orange County? I'm the only one from Orange County. They're both from the IE. Well, yeah. Oh, you guys are, are you guys from well, the Pomona area? From uh, the high desert, right? Yeah. So uh, I, I was born in the Upland and then moved away and then moved back to Upland. So it's basically where I was from until a couple of years ago. And then I'm from a lot of places. I was born and raised in the IE, like San Bernardino, Rialto, Riverside. Oof, oof. And then after high school, I it was in the military for four years. So I left for that. And then when I came back, then I went to college in LA-ish area and I lived in Pasadena. And after that, I lived in. So I've been like all over SoCal. So yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 Never lived in San Diego area or anything. Not like that, San Diego though. though. Always no. LA. It's so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's out of hand for sure. It is out of hand. Now, David, you and Jessica are married, correct? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. When when did you guys say in the timeline of the band or whatever? When did you guys start dating? Was that prior to the band starting, or was that Ooh. after the band started? <laughs> um, it was. It was after the band because, like, I was married previously. Um, and, oh, you were? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So we had met, um, like, that, that Halloween show. I was still married at the time. It was, like, falling apart real bad, and that was a real, oh. real dark time in my life. Sure was. <laughs> Thanks, Danny. I was there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so um, we started dating probably, like, a couple months after Danger was a thing and moved in pretty quick. Like, as, like he was my best friend and helped me get through all of that and um like him and danny but like obviously dave's closer <laughs> obviously, obviously. um and then like pretty quickly like we moved in together and then we like we just kind of like knew it was like oh like being a couple can be easy yeah yeah it's nice to be in a situation like that especially coming out of something that where it's not easy definitely definitely mm -hmm. Well, that's good. It was good. So, I mean, the the but you guys were friends before yeah, we you were had like a romantic this. relationship or anything like that. How does that work out? Sounds like you guys get along great and everything goes very smooth. I think, yeah, I think we got really, I, honest, I'll say I'm very lucky in the sense that, so I met them both at the same time and everybody was friends. And then after a while, Jessica and I started dating. And then, you know, all of these events leading up to where we are now where, Jessica and I are happily married, and the three of us all picked up and moved from Southern California to Sacramento together, and are still playing in a band together, and still live together, and, and live together. Yep. All three of you guys live together. Yeah, as we well. live together too. And so, oh wow! So far, everything's okay. Like Danny, <laughs> Danny hasn't family. Danny hasn't like but that's threatened great to leave. If you guys can make it work. We haven't had yeah, we haven't had any blowups or or like you know. And I was especially worried after the fact of us all living together. So it was like you know when you have a friend who then becomes a roommate, who then becomes no longer a friend kind of a situation. 
I was sure. I was, oh yeah, I sure. Was really sure. super worried about that, but so far everything's been really good. So I don't know, Danny. I feel like you should. Danny's going to talk a lot of shit about me right now. So <laughs> all right, hey guys, you turn off your headphones for a second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. no. Anybody can leave the room at any time if you guys need to talk. About <laughs> I do drama. You it know, it's, that moves uh, units or everyone. No, it's been great. As uh, all our friends refer to us as living in the danger house um, or Casa Danger. Yeah, it's it's just it's great. It's fun. Now, did did you guys all live together when you were down in Southern California as well? No, no, just the two of them. No, you did uh, not. Okay, I I joined here in San. But Danny was at her house like every day, anyways. So. Yeah, I came over a lot. Yeah, we watched. A oh, lot okay. Of TV. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. Okay. <laughs> the next thing I was gonna say, I mean, it's kind of related to what we were just talking about. You guys seem to have very good chemistry as a band. That's from listening to your music on Spotify, I've, you made my like top five list on I Spotify. Saw that. Yeah, we did. Impressive. Thanks, Bob. Bob stands are... Danger Inc. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys are in good company there. You your number one band is Misfits. I mean, and you, there's Danger Inc. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> man, these guys are they're up there. Um, so I think I mean listening to you, I there's definitely a feeling there's chemistry, like a certain tightness there when. I saw you guys play at VLHS probably, what, like two years ago? I think you played with Tilt Wheel with us and City, City Mouse, Mouse, right? Yeah. Wasn't that the yeah. show that we oh, all that played? Yes, show. that was uh, That was a great a show, years. yeah, yeah. When you guys were playing, I, you guys, A, like I was like, God damn, these guys are really good. And the other thing I noticed was you guys all looked pretty happy doing what you were doing. And really, there I got a sense of like like a tightness, like a chemistry, like a bond between the three of you. That just made the music that much better, I would say. It, would you agree with that statement? Do you guys feel like it? And I'm getting that impression from talking to you guys, too. There is definitely like a chemistry and a strong friendship and bond between you guys, no matter what. Yeah, I think that's like really safe to say. Like, we, like, when Danny and I first started playing music together, like, fuck, almost 10 years ago or whatever, like, it was like, oh, cool, like, we're friends, whatever. But like, I mean, we've known each other for so long and gone through so much, like, uh, especially like especially for me through like the really dark time that I had when I was getting divorced and uh, like I didn't I was living in my car at a certain point and stuff like that like oh geez it was um like (laughs) oh man uh but like you don't go through something like that and then you know not be best friends with the people that are still around and they were two of the people that still even through like all of the shit and all of the the stuff that I was going through and all the like the all of my bullshit at that point <laughs> like you know they still saw through that and so like i feel sure. like you know i mean yeah like sometimes it's like man you gotta take out the trash you know or something like that but like i mean <laughs> yeah, that's like pretty <laughs> like we've always we've we're just so close and we were all like really open about like what we want and like that's why we were able to move to sacramento you know and not even thinking that we were gonna still be playing music especially in the capacity that we are now but like it's uh, and it's always about fun too like i i can't imagine being in a band like you know i i have emotional songs and stuff like that but like i really just want to like hang out and have a great time and i want people to have a great time while they're watching us so like certainly sure you know sure. when we're like up and moving around and i see danny doing a dumb thing and then like you know i'm over here like it's it's just like i don't know i don't know maybe one of you should talk about yeah it. i i wouldn't uh i wouldn't do this if it wasn't fun like and I, I do it because it is fun um 
there's literally no point if you're not right. having fun. Right. I, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Similar to Jessica, I also went through some bullshit and some uh, not great stuff before we moved to Sacramento. And uh, going through that, um, they were the two that were there for me. And uh, I was at their house all the time. And they helped me through a lot of shit. And like, we're basically like one unit now, basically. Uh, like, a fa- like a family. Basically, in a way. yeah. I mean, it's, um, yeah. 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 So, and like, because I know them so well, we could just like make dumb faces at each other. Or if one of us hits a wrong note at a show or at practice, we just make like a dumb face and we all know. And like, or somebody can't <laughs> stop dabbing. <laughs> I, Danny, well, Danny well, has a is, problem. Is dabbing something someone in the band is Somebody tends say? to dab a little too much. That's all I'm going to say. Danny's really? Xbox really? name is Midget Vape Dad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if we're just going to put me on blast, I don't really know if that's. <laughs> I mean, they just need to look oh at your boy. Instagram to know that all it's you do is like... It's not my Instagram name, it's my Xbox name. Uh, well, I mean, but you also do the dab. I do dab a lot, a lot on Instagram, yeah. yes. Um, <laughs> okay, I refuse gotcha. to let it die. Everyone always tells me that it's over and I say never. never. <laughs> the dab so, will never die. Of course just, not. You know, it's one of those, it's going to stand the test of and time. And circling back to the question of you know, me being a dumb idiot who dabs <laughs> all the time. Sorry, sorry, they will sorry. roll their eyes at me, but they still love me, so... That's why uh, we're able to still kind of like feed off that energy off each other and like just whatever happens, it's it's good, it's fun, it's it's a fun time. Cool, cool. So no hard feelings. Like somebody screws up during part of a song, it happens to every band. It's oh like, no, we uh, you guys are just having fun and and doing the best you can, and off you go. Yeah, you know, and cool, whatever. Even so. if there's like a point where it's like, uh, sometimes I'll get off stage and I'll be like, <laughs> fuck, I fucked up so bad, like you know, or like, and they're like, no, you did fine, like you know. So it's like also like kind of like being that sounding board, or like, yeah, you maybe you messed up that note, but it's cool, like you know. So like having that and like not having like somebody that's like, how dare you. Which is really how, nice. Oh, God, give you a mad. I can't yeah. have, have any of you ever been in a band where somebody that was in the band was like that to you if you did screw up? I mean, the reason they the last band wanted me to fire Jessica was because she messed up a solo a couple times or whatever, like whatever it was. But that I was our last I had band. any solos. I think it was just like, I don't know. I don't know what it was. But one of the reasons they wanted me to fire her from that previous band was because she goofed up a couple times on stage or whatever. And it was like, we're, we're tired of this. And I was like, you guys are not doing this right. But, like, everybody was wow. drunk in that band, wow. like, all the time, yeah. and the drummer couldn't drum. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, was it, okay, well, I guess, really, was it, was the band good? I mean, was it a good band? No. That... They were, some of the songs were good because Jessica and I wrote all the songs, musically. They were start. I don't want to name it, but they were starting to get a little bit of hype. Just, <laughs> just as it, just as it collapsed, I think there was a little. Well, but it was shitty because we were getting hype because everybody except for Danny were women in the band. Yeah. And so, oh, so it was okay. Sure, 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 sure. So when, been, what year? What year was that? It was about 2012. Yeah, but it's also about like when you're okay. like you know uh, what people I guess would consider a girl band plus Danny. Um, like I mean, there's especially in Orange County and stuff like that. Like part of the reason we like moved away is just because we were tired of that kind of stuff. No, it's L.A. and Orange County are very, very. Int- I mean, the Inland Empire is fantastic, especially like all the people in Riverside and Pomona, you know, all the mm-hmm. VLH- VLHS yeah. people, like incredible people. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's so refreshing to to deal with people like that after you've dealt with like shitheads in Orange <laughs> County, in L.A., where you're like, oh, dude, this place. Why did he be at that's like, yeah. I'm just going to say, I mean, I'm not going to, you know, keep referencing back to tilt wheel or whatever but as a reference point we completely have, have avoided for almost the last 30 years la and orange county because it's not 
usually very good up there for anybody it doesn't seem like you know so i mean unless you're like a ska band or something Ooh. unless but... you're somebody <laughs> right you have to be yeah there's something but, you have to be and i i don't know you, it's not us you like that's have for to sure, have a stick and you have to like play the game and it's like i don't know it's um i know i almost got out of music before i found the diy scene and because of like several reasons and a lot of it having to do with the type of people that would go to those shows and the type of bands we would play with and like questionable situations that I would get into because of just the people that were there but then once I found DIY I was like oh my god like I'm safe I'm home like I like <laughs> like a whole nother world yeah, 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 yeah. I, I've I mean, like everybody's super cool yeah I yeah. messaged like Marty a couple times because like Marty was kind of like the the gateway into a lot of that and I was like hey dude like I like and we like went out to lunch a couple times and everything and I was like dude like I just want you to know this is like going to VLHS and like all these like shows and with all these people and stuff like that and like playing their shows it's the first time as a woman I felt safe playing music. Safe and comfortable and yeah. every, you, nobody's going to mess with you or say anything stupid to you or anything like that. And if they did, I mean, the crowd would probably literally like chase them out 100%. of the place, you know? So, 100%. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's great. Nothing yeah, but yeah, love yeah. for the DIY scene. And like, that's how it is up here too in Sacramento. Like, so uh, Sacramento in the Bay Area, fucking wonderful. Yep. Yeah, 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 Bay Area. And, and, you know, SAC, I'm not that up on, really, because it's been a while, but the Bay Area has always been a great, great place to go and play, and everybody's so cool. And, yeah, they don't put up with anybody's any bullshit. Like, no Nazis. You know, you see some idiot skinheads around. Like, get man, get that guy the fuck out of here. Like, they don't last long at places like that, you know? So, well, the next question, then, speaking of music, what, what makes it worth it to you guys playing in a band i mean do you on a day you have a practice or something do you wake up and are you excited like oh i can't wait to go practice i can't wait to go play with these guys or is it like eh, yeah i gotta go play <laughs> with these guys i guess i uh, mean sometimes uh, it might be I like to, eh, i mean like, there are some days we cancel practice because we're just not feeling it just like eh. or bur- burn out tired or something just like, like our that, day right? at work uh we don't really have anything going on so we can cancel but uh most of the time especially the last year i feel like we've had so much to do and so much yeah. to get ready for like, like we started off the year with that jawbreaker show and yeah. we're ending it with like this asian man split so like and between there there's just been tours and there's been like you know NDP and, and yeah. all this other stuff so it's like it's been pretty fucking nonstop. you guys have had a great year yeah yeah you've been very very busy it seems like yeah you just you guys just got back from a tour up to the pacific northwest yeah. or something didn't you yeah last month first did a quick little last month okay back with sarcasm yeah that was cool. that was a lot cool. of fun that was a good time. How far did you go up to, like, basically Seattle and back yeah, kind of did, thing? Yep. Eugene, Oregon, and then we did Portland. Portland and then Seattle and, then Seattle, and Chico. And then Chico, Chico yeah. So, oh, awesome. Yeah, great, great. All, all great places to play, for sure. Yeah, that's good. How were how you guys uh, – how's the reception for you guys in areas like that? Yeah, you guys have been up there before, right? No, that was our very first time. Like, was it really your first it, time up there? Oh, cool. Okay. It really was. It was really cool, actually. It was really fun. We had a great time, and especially because we were going with Sarcasm, who are, like, literally the best fucking people on the planet. <laughs> and so, like, you know, it was just, uh, they've been up there quite a bit. Like, they, they're yeah. going on, like, a full U.S. tour again in January. Next month, yeah. So, they have a crowd that goes comes to see them. And we have friends out there, too, that, like, came to see us. So, that have moved from Southern California because everybody is, like, slowly moving away from there, you know? Um, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But it was yeah. great. We, we did really good. We had a great time. Yeah, it was, cool. It was Great. Good. It was a good time. So crowds were good. I mean, everybody was into you guys and liked you guys and everything yeah. went good. 
I think, oh, good, I think good, good, good. Okay. What I usually got when we were playing is because obviously the first time up there, you know, people don't quite know us, but they're there to support sarcasm because they love them or the locals or the locals. And then we would finish playing, and then someone would come up to us and Scott say like, "Man, you guys have so much energy! Like, just, <laughs> so, just like I was afraid you're gonna break something. That was awesome! Like, cool, thanks, man. You know, like that's usually the kind of vibe that I would usually get. That's my goal. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seattle was good you played at the kraken or something i think i read so oh yeah the, yes. the dudes from uh heck yes skylar from heck yes is the bartender love him uh there so we had a very good time <laughs> so yeah seattle yeah, those was, guys are pretty those guys are really nice yes they are very very nice guys, seattle was so. extremely fun. this is flowing very well because actually my next question was uh touring do you guys like it love it hate it what's your feeling about touring um, personally, I love it and I would do it more if I could, but you know, I have, uh, like nine to five Monday through Friday, so I can't, yeah. but I, I would love to tour more. I want, there's like so many places we want to go. There's, you know, we have offers to like go to the East coast or to go over here and do all this stuff. And so I just kind of want to hopefully start taking people up on those. Yeah. Um, sure. Sure. When we, when we lived in SoCal, um, we would play with a lot of out of town bands. Uh, Marty would put us on a show as a touring band or we play in Riverside or something. Uh, that's actually how we met sarcasm was they were touring and we just played with. Them. So we do a lot of that and we would kind of make friends with them because we're generally friendly, jovial people. And sure. Sure. So all of those bands over the years have been like, Oh, come to Texas, come to Michigan, come to Florida. And like, uh, we we have those opportunities. Come to England, Canada. England, yeah, we're still placing <laughs> England, we're placing Canada. Um, so it'd be great, like to to actually go to those places. But yeah, Jessica and Dave have Monday through Friday nine to five jobs. I'm a college professor, so I pretty much just have summers off. Um, oh sure, so yeah, it's, yeah. It's tricky to actually get out there and, and do it for so long, but it's it's it was fun when we went. It was a good time on the road. I think now that we're living here in SAC, it, opportunities are opening up a little bit more. Like we're still oh, working, but we're more. still working, but we can now now we can actually take time off. The whole time we were abandoned SoCal, especially because Jessica worked at Disneyland, there was no vacation. Like, there's no such thing as taking any more than two days in a row off. So, yeah, we so, and we also sort of working landmark. weekends too. I and mean, all that, that stuff. Because I had like, uh, I had split days off, so I never had two days off in a row. Yeah. Oh God, that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, I didn't even think that was legal. To be honest, with you. I thought you had to get. Well, I guess not. I don't. Who knows? You know. So, ah, that sucks. Okay, so I mean, if given the opportunity and the time and everything you guys would definitely like to tour oh heck on. yeah tell us you want us to come to your town what what is the longest tour you guys have ever been on four days yeah. <laughs> the one we just did a good, a good weekender yeah is that is that it yeah okay so like yeah. the 40 so you've never been out for more than a week or yeah. anything like pretty that. pretty much yet. just weekenders we did a weekender before to vegas and arizona um, we did one from socal up to we did Oakland and Sacramento and like a few places like that. And then we did like San Jose. So like we've come up like we've come up to before it was like Sacramento, right? And was, then we yeah. fell in love and loved everybody and we're like, well, yeah, we're moving here for sure. Well, that wasn't the same time. I mean, but like, I mean, it was like, yeah, I don't know. Just like three, four days. Yeah. Yeah. Just because of work, we can't really get a lot of time. So sure. Sure. What now? What do you what do all you guys do? What are your what are your jobs? I am an English professor at a community college. Uh, I do graphic design. I 
that's funny. Now I design pool toys, which is kind of a funny job that I lined up. <laughs> that's, an, that's an interesting <laughs> job. I don't know that I've ever met anybody that that does that. For I, I found a Can I thank you for the giant pizza in the <laughs> yeah. pool? Yes, or? actually. What? What? Really good. <laughs> I'd like to shake your hand. I took, <laughs> hey, David, I, I, I took the a, job. A, you're a good I took the job because I knew it would be steady and kind of whatever job. And then a couple weeks into it, Jessica texted me while she was at work. She's like, how's work? And I was like, I don't know. I drew a lobster today. Does that count? <laughs> And it was the best shit. Um, and then I'm a front office manager at a retirement company. You know, real good stuff. But like oh, gotcha, Dave sure. and I also have like our side business. Like we have uh, our own business doing like graphic design stuff. So yeah. like we used to work for clients like building websites and doing stuff like that. And then now next year we're going to be like, and we did a lot of like band stuff. We've done a lot of stuff for bands on Asian Man and stuff like that. Um, but next year we're going to be um, kind of pushing more of our own brand and our like we're getting into like silk screening and uh, like posters and things like that. So yeah. Oh, cool! Yeah. Great. The goal, Great. The goal okay. for next year is to launch sort of like a like a illustration apparel, uh, you know, uh, merch that kind of side hustle that sort of has like our own sort of personality to it. A lot of geekiness, a lot of cats. Uh, <laughs> stuff like that so yeah that's that's i did notice david like in your in october you did a thing where you did a like a design or a drawing kind of thing like every day right yeah yeah oh, yeah I, that was that was for me it solved a couple of, of problems one i needed to get back to the habit of drawing every day but also uh the, the new thing that we're building is kind of going to be centered around cats cats and robots are going to be my two things that i drew draw a bunch of uh, hmm, and so, okay. and I, right. I wasn't really used to cats other than the stuff I did for danger. So I wanted to use that as a kind of a learning experience. So it was just sort of like a, it's called Inktober. Uh, just Inktober. That was yeah, it. Yes. One of those, yes like, social media you, yes. Yeah. You search for a hashtag Inktober on Instagram and every, and a ton of artists do it every, every October. And you I just saw a do, few different people doing it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You just do a drawing every day and post it. And that, that's the point is to not spend too much time on it. Not worry about if it's going to be good or not or whatever. Like, doesn't matter. Do it. Post it. Get it done. And David you know. did all caps. So yeah. He's drawing now, did you right did now. you did <laughs> you actually draw the cover for uh, you don't tell me? Did you draw? Mm -hmm. did I did you draw that or did yeah. That's a, a fantastic album cover. Great. Thank you. Oh, I love that style. Like that. Yeah, that's awesome. Every, awesome. 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 Every album cover we have has been drawn by David or designed by David. Yes. Even the one cool. that's on okay. Asian Man. Even the the friends. The friends. The friends. Yeah. Yeah. The, now, are you guys are you guys actually like signed to Asian Man? I mean, do you have like a record deal with them, or is it just like you're doing the split and then you know hopefully future stuff kind of thing? I mean, we'll see. Um, it's all Mike Park, right? And um, it like Mike is a super super great dude. We've known him for like what six We've seven him years. A lot of times over the years. Yeah. Um, I, like and he he's just a great dude. And then like he's you know one of the people that when we moved up here to NorCal, it was just like. Um, like, oh, hey, you know, welcome to Northern California. Here's some stuff. Like, here, do you want to play the show? Like, and he was like part of that that group. And um, the friends specifically, like, is just us and a bunch of our really great friends that you know um, decided. Like, I, I think it was Alex was like, hey, do you want to do a split on Asian Man? And it was like, yeah. And it yeah. was like us and um, Get Married yeah, and Grumpster. <laughs> and like, they're all like some of my favorite bands and also like some of the most hardworking bands in the scene. Like, holy fuck. Like, and they're so fucking supportive. Like, I am just completely floored to be doing this. And like, I'm, I just love everybody. I love Mike Park. I 
love everybody. But yeah, I don't know if I don't know what's going to go on. I don't I don't have any like experience in like pitching my uh pitching our like records to like anybody or anything. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure, a little sure, bit sure. self-conscious. I'm like nobody's going to want this. Yeah, but we've, like obviously we've done everything ourselves up to this point. So, I don't know. Maybe I I think we'll we'll try that for we're going to try to write a new LP a next full year. length for next year. So, we'll try to shop. Oh, good. Great. Great. Good. Good, good, good. Yeah, I definitely think you guys should. So, it, now everything else, so you you guys put it out yourself. I mean, did you do vinyl too or just CDs or what what was the deal with those we've done, other two records? We've done you CDs had? before. We just put out a, a limited vinyl for the new EP cut. that we did. For for, for your EP, yeah, right? Yeah. For but up and away, right? Yeah. I think yeah. one of the other reasons why we did it ourselves and wanted to do it, well, I take that back. They let me let this be a thing. De- <laughs> Jessica and Denny did not say no. And I was like, hey, I have an idea for this thing. And and so bef- our second to last EP that we put out. For You Don't Tell Me. Yeah. Instead of uh, making a CD or a tape, I had the dumb idea of like, well, we're going to sell it locally. So why don't I make an action figure? Mm-hmm. And the action figure will I be. I saw that online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I made a little toy space cat out of paper thing and made a like a. I got I I love like the toy stuff like if you get, like see designer con you see like uh you know a bunch of toy designers who do a bunch of like custom action figures and stuff like I really love that world and so I was like oh I want to make a little action figure and blister pack it and make it like a collectible thing and so I made a bunch of them and we sold some of them we didn't sell a lot of them no we sold we sold all of the we ones that we them. made um and it's pretty fucking awesome because we'll go to people's houses just to like hang out. And it's there, like on the mantle or like on a shelf <laughs> or something. Oh, that's great! You know? Yeah, like, yeah, nothing like that. Another that's thing, like we want to do sure. too, is like I mean, everybody does CDs and they do tapes, which is great, you know, and like uh, like cost effective. But like, you know, also like I, I'm always trying to think of like what else can we do to like you know make people want to get this. Like you guys did like the vinyl with like the beer coaster and stuff like that, right? So like right, right, the very first record, yeah, the first seven inch, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and that's something that people still have, and they're stoked on it. So yeah. it's like, what can we do to like set it apart to where make like people are excited about what we're making? And like Paul Silver gets so excited, he like loves our packaging. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> Paul Silver has reviewed that, two of our I, albums. That action and, figure yeah. thing, that was genius. No, that's <laughs> great. I mean, to a guy like me, like that's like, oh yeah, yeah, I want that. You know, like one of my one of my buddies in this band in Florida uh, called Wolfface, they made an action figure of like a fest goer. That's right. Oh, nice. That's really and, cool. And like, oh, dude, and it's like, oh, it's like smells like real sweat. And all <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's genius. It's <laughs> like, that's so cool. No, I love that. When I saw that, you guys did that online. I was like, man, that is such a great idea. I love that.
this is really flowing well because the next question is <laughs> now there's no insult. It, this is a completely like very respectful question. Is this an intervention? <laughs> no, this is not an intervention yet. No, not yet. Not we might yet. get to that. Um, <laughs> are all of you guys nerds? Can I ask that question? And like I said, I mean that in the most respectful way possible because I am an extremely large nerd myself, I would say. so. This next year going to Comic-Con is going to be my 10th year, uh, my 10th anniversary. And before that, I was just a little nerd kid that would like sit there when I was like five years old, seven years old, playing like my video game systems. And like, I didn't know other people existed that were big nerds. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've been a nerd my whole life. I've worn glasses Great. since okay. I was like five. Good. And yeah. But that doesn't qualify. <laughs> well, like, I mean, I, really, I, maybe like in the eighties in like a bad I movie. Had, you know, like, I had like the aesthetic going on, right? I had the aesthetic, and I also had like all of the video game systems, and yeah, yeah. I yeah. Our apartment <laughs> is full of like almost monuments to like like sitting here right now. I can see uh, action figures from the Muppets. That's a Star Wars crossover. I uh, we ha I we, we went to Japan on vacation and I bought a, a Super Famicom just for the fun of it, and we have that. Oh, nice, this, really up nice. Like, Our whole apartment is full of nerd pop culture, pop culture uh, stuff. I'm looking at Hello Kitty as Chun Li from Street Fighter right now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'll send you okay. a couple of pictures. Yeah, but yeah. We are. We have, we have like That's a shrine cool. to Back to the Future, which is Dave's favorite property. With my favorite movie of all time. Uh, I have a David Tennant signature because I really love Doctor Who and David Tennant. Hmm. I mean, yeah. What do they call Doctor Who fans? What are doc? What is Hoovians? the word? They're, yeah, Hoovians. That's it. Hoovians. Thank you. Yes, thank you. So, well, okay, so that would be my next question then individually what are your favorite properties or or domains of the of the nerdism i should say you should see the look that everybody it was like you just asked what is the meaning of life and like you have to tell me right now in 30 seconds like everybody is shitting bricks over here because man uh i was it's like asking a christian like can you tell me about jesus for a minute <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh for me, growing up, it was always Star Wars. Um, oh, yes. Uh, problem. Recently, these two have gotten me into Star Trek. We went through all of Next Generation, and now we're working our way through Deep Space Nine. They also showed me Battlestar Galactica. Oh. So they've definitely expanded my nerd horizons. But uh, Which version of Battlestar Galactica? The, the new one? Or the, the, new one? one. the newer one. The, the original. Oh, okay. I haven't okay, seen the, gotcha. the original. Same. But uh, so Star Wars, I'm also super into the, the Scott Pilgrim graphic novel. Hmm. I have the, all of them in hardcover, autographed by the creator, Brian O'Malley. That's one that's really special to me. Yeah, probably that one for me, Dave. That one, uh, you mean? The, and by that one, you mean I mean, all the eight. six that I just mentioned, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably all of the above. My number one thing, individually number one thing, has always been Back to the Future, that whole everything about it. Like, I can sit here and quote verbatim all three movies. He does sometimes. Um, I have I have purchased and played part of the Back to the Future of the Game, the Telltale game, although I have not completed it. But I do know that that's basically gotten the, the it's gotten the blessing of like this is essentially Back to the Future Part Four. Like Bob Gale, like said, like okay, fine, you guys did such a good job. I'm counting this as the fourth movie. He knows who Bob Gale is. Yeah, <laughs> your question. Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis, and yes, yes. yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like was that a character in the movie? <laughs> I'm not sure what. Okay, really? Now back to that's a really that's that's a very interesting answer because that's not that's unexpected. 
did you get into it when you were a kid kind of thing? And I don't, thing? And I don't it just, honestly, it really I don't know. I think it was, maybe it's probably one of those things where it's like, like as a kid, when you watch something that's like a time travel sci-fi thing. And for the life of me, when I was younger, I was like, there's nothing wrong with this movie. Like they figured it out. Like, <laughs> like plot, plot point for plot point. There's they, they did it. It's perfect. And then I got older. And, oh, it's no, no. There's so many issues and plot holes and stuff with it, but it's pretty heavy. Yeah. It's, uh, see, got I it. think like you were telling me, you really like the concept of uh, two specifically, right? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I like them all. Two is my favorite. Though. I'll say that. Two is okay. Yeah. Okay. Does it drive you insane to see like Facebook and Instagram posts on multiple different days saying like, this is the day when, you know, we're supposed to have hovering skateboards or whatever, it's, right? Yeah. And it's, I do remember when air quotes back to the future day happened which was the day that marty mcfly travels to the year 2015 i remember that day went in 2015 and i was like oh shit that's supposed to be today and then jessica tested me hey it's back to the future day i know (laughs) (laughs) i have like a nerd calendar of like nerd holidays and stuff so like i have the day that like uh like hal was activated from yeah uh, yeah. And like the day that ter- uh, Terminator or Skynet went active. Yeah, uh, like I, just because it's birthday. fun. No kid, I did not know something like that existed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, I will send you like a, a Google Calendar invite just because it's fun to like look at your calendar and be like, oh, cool, I have to work today. But also, did you know that today is the day that it, today is life day or today is the day that Star Wars? I don't know. Yeah, I have some weird shit Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I today love Today is first like contact yeah. day. My God. <laughs> right, there you go. <laughs> What is your proper now? Uh, now, are are all three of you guys Star Wars fans? Would you say? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, I was um, a kid when like the prequels were coming out, and I like I really loved the the original trilogy. And then I was like, oh, I get to be alive for like this. Oh my god! And I felt so special, and I was so excited. And the movies were garbage, but I remember <laughs> like making my parents go to like uh, you know how they did like the collectible toys for like there was like. Taco Bell, McDonald's, and like one other place. I think it was KFC. Uh, Burger King. Oh, Burger King. Yeah. And I hated Burger Burger King, King, so I was pissed about that. But like, (laughs) (laughs) but like, I made them like go there every day so that way I could get all of the toys. So like, I have like a shrine, like uh, buried somewhere at my mom's house, like that's like got like all my, all my like Star Wars toys. I've got like, uh, yeah. We were also like on a Star Wars panel, all that stuff. Yeah. That was fun. Oh wow! Oh, at Comic Con? No, we. No. Our friend is a children's librarian, and in East at the time it was East LA, and they had a big like, sort of like a, a geek week. Nerd, well, it was nerd, May fourth. Nerd Star Wars thing Day. at there, and then so on. Yeah, on May fourth of that big kids event thing that they had, they had a big Star Wars Day celebration, and so part of that, and so the three of us, surprisingly, because because we have to do everything together. Uh, we we went and helped out and did a bunch of stuff for the kids and we ended up making sort of like our own little star wars panel and had a room full of people and i was a moderator it was super fun because we were talking about the the novels the focus on the star wars novels it was like when uh you know when disney like took over star wars and they made all of like the literature legacy so it right right and said okay this is not canon anymore yeah this is like yeah this is no this is just yeah yeah. these are like legends so they were like slowly bringing back like the ones that they wanted that fit into the narrative they were trying to tell so it was like talking about the difference between legacy and what they're doing now and so like and what that means so we did that and that was great i love you Aaliyah. the last couple of questions i have are basically stock questions for me that i kind of ask everybody 
this one I I always get a very a very varied response on. What was the worst show you guys have played as Danger Incorporated, um, and why was it the worst I show? I think we can agree. Why on would that you consider one. that your worst you, show? You know what? I don't know what on top of my head. What is it? The worst show. The which one? The worst show we've ever played. Yeah, go for it. And I'll jump Our on. very first show At when Malone? Daniel Barkley was. Super. <laughs> no, no, no. That was not. Was that our first show? That didn't count as that our show. show. That wasn't even our show. Okay. All right. All right. Hang on. Hey. All right. I'll let Danny <laughs> I about this. this one. So unanimously, this is our worst show. It's hard to say because nobody was really watching, but um, which maybe it, makes it the worst show. Well, but like Robert and them from start, start from the told beginning. Start from the beginning. So bad. So I threw a birthday show for myself um, at that bar, Friar Tucks in Pomona, that I we where we all kind of started. Um, that was like my bar. RIP. It was on Bar Rescue. It's gone now. Um, but so. Oh, it was on Bar Rescue yeah, too. Yeah, they place ruined was. it. Uh, Crazy. Fuck it. Fuck that place. So, uh, <laughs> so I booked a birthday show for myself. It was like it's my birthday. I had a little bit of experience booking shows, and I wanted to just have all my favorite bands come and play. And I was just going to get drunk and enjoy the night. And so I did, and all the bands came, and I got very very drunk, as you do. And like Tartar Control played. Yes. It was very fun. The end of the night, one of the bands canceled they could not make it like night of the show just did not show up and for whatever reason dumb ass drunk me got it in my head that if we did not play the full night until the bar closed at 1 30 if we did not play until 1 30 a.m no one would get paid and a couple of bands came from pretty far and i knew that they needed to get paid so and this makes no sense that nobody's ever heard of this before i for some reason thought it was a rule so in a panic drunk me was like dave <laughs> jessica Danger Inc. needs to go on stage and fill the time. We have to play a set. But let me also say that Danny doesn't remember anything after the third band. I don't remember. Tartar Control played, so and then I woke up in bed. what people have told him after the fact. I'm so. all filling this in secondhand. <laughs> this is also the same show that when Tartar Control was playing, and people were getting so into it and awesome, and it was fun, and people picked up Danny, sort of like a pseudo crowd surf thing, and then he hit his head on the ceiling really hard. And I also tore down one of the beans from the roof. <laughs> it was a wild, wild oh, nice. night. Okay. So yeah, you were partying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we went on <laughs> with borrowed, went on with borrowed gear, and apparently I was calling out songs to play, and then playing different songs after I did. And then me and Jessica, <laughs> nice. I think, just yes. laid down yes. on stage at one point. I did. I laid down, and I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not singing." And I was just playing guitar. To whatever. And so basically, three of us were playing separate things the whole time because we were also as drunk. Very, as Very, very drunk. Yeah. And oh, okay, go. Cool. Oh, so all you guys were partying. Uh, all you all, guys but, were all the time. bands were okay. pretty packed up at that point when I had to go outside and find a drummer because <laughs> obviously I didn't have my own shit because we it's not our show. Yeah, you weren't supposed and to be so playing. I no went, idea, so right? I went near one of the bands that I didn't know, and I, I just kind of walked up and was like, hey, man, um, great set. Can I borrow your drums? <laughs> Can I use your while drums? He's super, like, while, while he's he was super like, drunk. He was already halfway packed up at that point, and I said, there's a thing with the money. I don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah. And so he did. He's like, yeah, sure, I live here. Just make sure you bring my drums to me tomorrow. Okay. Which- Oh, he let you he borrow them. He let me borrow them. He he Holy crap! I, I, what a kind person. To this that day, was. I remember his face, but I don't remember his name. But he was a total sweetheart. He was super cool about everything. And then, yeah, I drove the next day, like an was hour and a half. No, it was, yeah. it was a fill-in drummer. I don't know. But I went the next day and I met him, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm so sorry." He's like, "No, man, it's cool, man, it's cool." So uh, that was okay. What a kind and trusting person yeah, as well, too. Right. So wow. I'll take this opportunity in this public forum to apologize to my <laughs> once again, <laughs> as I have many times before, 
<laughs> Sorry for that whole uh, clusterfuck. My bad. <laughs> that what? When was that? How long ago? Was that? Uh, right when we started, so 2012 or 2013. We were a band for like a month and a half, I think. At that so I think point. it was 2013 when we started. Oh, so, so you guys were pretty much brand oh, new. Yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah, like yeah. four or five songs, maybe. <laughs> Rough night. Did you get now? Okay, that begs the question that didn't get answered. Did you guys get paid? And did the other bands get other paid? Other bands as well? got paid. Yes. We also, good, the mission accomplished. Yes. You know, I mean, you know what? You're welcome. You partied. You had a <laughs> well, I also remember Dan- you met a very, like, the kindest person on the face of the <laughs> earth almost. You know, like, you guys did good that night, I think. I also so. remember Danny telling us about how he went back to the bar to get the money and then told the owner, and the owner laughed at him. Like, what do you mean? Like, yeah. of course, I would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> It turns out alcohol affects you. So Danny didn't start drinking yes. until he met me. By the way, yeah, the first so. time I ever blacked out was because Jessica said, "Have you ever heard of whipped vodka?" And then I woke up. And it <laughs> oh man, peer pressure! You're welcome. Is the son of a gun, isn't it? It's all her fault. Uh, yeah. Have you guys ever talked? This is a little side note. Have you guys ever talked to the Hammer Bombs about their drinking habits? Oh, we you are. You guys have played with them, yes. right? Yes, we Ooh. love them. Rob, Ilya, Jen, Matt. Getting hammer bombed is a verb. Like that's that's the yeah. thing that happens to <laughs> sure people. Is. You get hammer bombed. We're in a uh, chat group with now, them that I just ignore because it's same. all drinking. It's all beer emoji. It's, like, it's all just a bunch of nonsense like because the they drink too much. Are... I'll come out of work and like they have there's like a hundred and five messages <laughs> and I'm like what the fuck and it's just like different names. It is the most wild thing. I'm gonna put us in a group chat when we're done with this so you can see what happens. No. Oh Don't my gosh. gosh. Now I won't do that. Does um. I love Did Jen, I, I think Jen was sober for like six years before the hammer bombs. I believe and it. I think Ilya was too, right? Ilya was like a straight edge kid or something, wasn't he? Um, I'm not um, sure about Ilya. I know Jen was, but like. Jen was for a, like sober for a long time. Like, oh, hammer bombs. Oh, yeah. I drank like to excess all the time now that I'm in hammer bombs. Okay. <laughs> I think it's a requirement of that band. <laughs> yeah, I think so. No, they're great. I don't know why that came up. I, I knew you guys knew them and it was like, oh, partying. You know like, instantly gets equated in my brain with hammer yeah. bombs. They're it's the raddest also people so ever great because like so. uh, on a note about the hammer bombs. So like, first of all, Earth Tone Records or Earth, I'm sorry, Earth Tone Studios is here. I'm having a little, I'm a little drunk. It's okay. Um, but Earth Tone <laughs> is over here, which is awesome because when people come to record, they're like, hey, let's hang out or hey, do you want to do backups or whatever? Uh, hammer bombs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Stuff like yeah that. So yeah, Jessica right? sings on the hammer bombs record. And like, so we'll, Sweet. we'll like, did you really? Uh-huh. And then uh, they did some backups for us with a couple things. So it's really awesome because like Pat Studio is like just like, you know, 10 minutes away from us. And at his new space, we are renting one of the rooms from him. So it's like right there, which is great. But like, I remember oh, and you guys do you, like you guys practice in his studio, too. Yeah. His one, yeah. Yes. His new one. Um, but like new and cool. I also cool. like the first time that like I had gone to the Bay, like, I mean, uh, just a side note about Bay Area punk and just the scene and the DIY community there. The, I have never, ever, ever been so welcome in a place like fucking Gilman is amazing. The most yeah, wonderful place, people. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then like going to um, going to the shop over that Rob runs, you know, um, where they do shows there. Um, it like brought from the hammer bombs. I went up to him and I gave him the biggest hug because like when Vila had just closed, you know, it was like a big thing and, you know, rightfully so and stuff. But like I it was like, okay, there's never going to be a place like that again. But like going there, it felt like a VLHS show. Like, you know, like Rob is over there giving everybody these big hugs and they're like, you know, they have some beer there. They're all just hanging out and it's all just a bunch of great friends. And it is it was 
phenomenal. It was like VLHS had like pick up, picked up and moved over to the Bay Area. And it just, oh, it great. makes me so yeah, happy, especially yeah. when like, you know, like, uh, like uh, Tracy Seto and like Forest Squad and all them come up and play uh, the shop because it's like, it's like the people that we used to see all the time at VLHS yeah. just here at like, you know, our Bay Area version, you know. So this is another stock question, uh, individually speaking as well, too. What is your favorite burrito? Where did you get it? And what type of burrito is it? And if you tell me that you don't like burritos, this interview is over, <laughs> by the way. Um, and I cannot have aired. people who, that kind of person on my podcast, I'm sorry. You might as well be like an alt writer at that point or something. <laughs> that's just not right. Don't worry, so. Bob. We got you. Yeah. Um, okay, good. Thank you. Thank so you. I will say the thing I miss probably the most about SoCal is the burrito scene. Uh, I love Sacramento. I love living here, but the burrito game is just not the same. It's a little weak, isn't it? My yes. favorite burrito is a place called Patty's in Pomona, P-A-T-T-Y apostrophe S. Um, mm. It is a shredded beef burrito. It is uh, just the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. And yes, I'll stand by that. <laughs> um, it's this little independent place. The people who work there, I think, are a family. And they are all of them are there every day, just working their asses off. And it gets so packed. There's always like a line out the door. Um, wow. It's the best burrito I've ever had, hands down. Not even a question. I just knew right away when you said that. Perfect. Okay, good. Most And most people do. Like, I could answer that question, like, snap. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's here, and this is what I will say, also, okay, I know there's a big uh, burrito uh, war of the San Diego people and the LA people about foil around the burritos. Oh, yeah. Patty's does yes, not do yes, foil, yes. so step off, Paul Silver, and the San Diego crowd. <laughs> the burrito cops. There's no burrito cop here, yeah. so, so don't worry. There you go. It's fine. <laughs> um, so I will say, first of all, this is probably sacrilege because I've been to a couple awesome fests, and but I've only been to like San Diego like a couple times, but I've never had a San Diego burrito. Ooh. So oh, really? maybe okay. when you go right. down right. there, I can fix that. And I might have to amend my answer after that. But um, oh, I'll take you guys to a great place. Yeah, if you guys want to meet up or whatever, for sure. I'll take to you go guys down there. there it is. I think so. so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because um, no as Danny said, like Sacramento is like lacking a little bit. I mean, I can tell you with like Mission over in uh, San Francisco uh, is really good. Um, yeah, there's some good spots. They're there, great. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like... And I know that you had a bad experience here, Bob, but the the, oh, cheetos, the, the yes, only, yes, okay, yes. so the, like I've gone back and it's like, it's cool. It's a, it's a fine burrito here in, you know, Sacramento, but like the best burrito I ever had, my best friend Trina and her husband Jazz got married, Danger Inc. played the reception and we, after we played, we, there was like a dance party and <laughs> I was so fucked up coming from Southern California and being in Sacramento, like $2 tall boys of PBR. And I oh, yeah. was oh, double God, fisting yes. like all night. I was hammer bombed, oh, right? Yes. yes. And <laughs> so I remember like being on the dance floor with my best friend, just like fucking going for it. And then like my husband shows up all of a sudden because I'm so drunk. He shows up with like this beautiful foil wrapped burrito. And I was like, what is this? I was double fisting <laughs> for the rest is, of the night while Beyonce this? was playing. I had like a tall boy of PBR and like a giant ass burrito. And I swear, like I've been chasing that high ever since. And it hasn't <laughs> happened. But like that was the best fucking 
burrito that I'd ever had in my life. That individual one. That individual one, never again. That particular one burrito <laughs> at that one particular time. That's good. That You actually have a better answer than most people. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like a California burrito from this I place. I think it was like, a California oh, no, no. burrito. It's this I, one burrito. I don't know the, what kind of burrito I mean, you haven't even told me what's in it yet, though. So that had to have been a damn good burrito. Do you remember what was in it? I, it was don't, a... I don't. I just remember getting handed <laughs> a burrito. Like, it doesn't matter. And I was like, point, you know. <gasps> like, I was just, I. I it was a, it was so, a California burrito. I so, remember because I bought California burritos for everybody that night. I got like oh no kidding yeah. okay all I had right, my tomboy right. of PBR and I had my burrito in my hand and I had like just taken my first bite and Beyonce started playing and my best friend came up to me and was just like you like over here and I started crying because I was so happy. <laughs> so. She found her happy place. All the stars aligned for you on that burrito. Say, for sure, it really did. It really did. David? Wow, that's uh, a good story. All right, David? good, good. My story's not as good. It's uh, not as I guess eventful, but it certainly is probably the most unique that you'll hear. Uh, I was in the Navy for four years, and so I went on deployment a couple times. And because of that, and George W. Bush at the time, uh, I've been to Dubai five times in my life. Oh, uh, okay, um, okay, gotcha. So you were in the Gulf, the Persian Gulf. Yeah, yeah, I was in the. I wasn't in the Iraq. Oh no, I'm sorry, I wasn't in the Afghanistan post 9/11 thing. Although that's when I joined the military, but I was in the second Iraq thing. Well, if that makes any sense. Oh, to, gotcha, to make gotcha, okay. to give some context too, he had joined the military as a way to get out of San Bernardino. Oh yeah, and then <laughs> like, and he deferred his deployment for like six months so he could like party his senior year of high school, and then like a week before his ship date, nine eleven happened, and he was like, "Oh shit!" Oh I'm going my to war. god! Yeah. Oh wow! I'd like so, I'd like wow. to say that I had enough patriotism to join the military to fight for what I believed in, but. Fuck all that. I just wanted to go to college. And get out of San Bernardino. Oh, right, and, right, and right. Yeah, yeah. Get, out of, get out of the IE. And it turns right. out I went to do the latter anyways. But so because of that, I've been to Dubai five times. And surprisingly enough, there was a little, it, it was a Mexican restaurant, but clearly not, you know, a Mexican restaurant. But they made it look like what they thought was like an Acapulco environment, I guess. I mean, oh, okay. that's not. Okay. Like the old restaurant yeah, chain, that's Acapulco not a comp- That's not okay, a compliment. Gotcha, I'm just gotcha. saying what it looked like. The vibe <laughs> But I, we did we did make a point to go there every single time we pulled in a port because you can get a big ass burrito or a chimichanga or something, a bucket of Coronas and like a like a I don't know what you call it, like a case of Cuban cigars for like ten bucks. Oh shit! And, Holy crap! And you could wow. and you could sit there at the table drinking your Coronas and your tequila and smoke the cigars at the table while you're eating your food, while there was this little dude playing uh spanish guitar in the corner and it was super that that was that was a good time so your dubai burrito that might dubai wow that is a very <laughs> that is like the very the most unique story i've ever I heard about i cannot i cannot vouch for the quality of the burrito nor did i have because you were as drunk as me because i was it. fucking hammered but yeah <laughs> but yeah that's that's uh, yep. and so the first time we went there was the first time we went to that country and every time afterwards that was the first place we went to just so we can get that burrito cigars and bucket of coronas what a deal! Yeah, that's a pretty it's sweet a good value meal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's like the adult value. Yeah, you're happy you're meal, pretty Taco much. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my other question for you guys too that I didn't actually write down, but I noticed in I was on Spotify earlier today trying to expand, you know, make Danger Inc. Inc. kind of move up Hell that list yeah. a little bit, and um, what I what I noticed in like the liner notes for one of your records, or maybe I was on Bandcamp. Well, either way, you thanked Del Taco in one of your <laughs> um, for on one of for your your records. Lewis, so yeah. 
We've thanked. That's okay. That was the first one. Okay, gotcha. We've thanked gotcha. Del Taco. We've thanked Beyonce. PBR. We've thanked PBR. Yeah. I saw Beyonce in there as well. Thank we've... you. And PBR. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, why not? Thank all you. of which yeah. have been covered in this podcast. Interestingly, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a Del Taco near our practice space, and there's a Del Taco near where we live now, so it's kind of continued. But you know, when you when you only got a few minutes to get to practice, there's that that Fiesta Pack. The first album was written mostly on Fiesta Pack fuel, I will say. Yeah. And uh, PBR. And PBR. Yeah, yeah. That pretty much is what but was our sustenance. I do have to say, we broke up with PBR about a year ago. Yeah. And oh, did now you? we're okay. all about the Coors Banquet. Coors I don't know what Sacramento is doing to Re- us. Really? You guys went to the, um, you moved to the Rockies. Yeah, basically. yeah we did. Oh, okay. Although I am okay. starting to move right. in the White Claw direction. Oh, well, yeah. yes, absolutely. <laughs> I I also like no laws. With right. I'm whatever a fan I'm of having doing. no laws, so therefore you must drink the claws, of course. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. The, are, you, are you claw people? I, are you, I am not. You, I am the outdated yeah. refuses, but. <laughs> well, okay. Hey, Chelsea was here. Uh, they stayed with us a couple nights. We had Thanksgiving and stuff while they were recording their record. And it was mostly White Claws that entire. White Claws and gin. Is what we had. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Wow. That was it was great. That was a fun <laughs> we did go through. If you guys had gone to fest, yeah. that was all people were. <laughs> sure. Really? Yeah. Fucking white claws were everywhere. Oh my God, that's white claws were PBR. That was those were your choices, basically. Well, hopefully, so. be there next year. So. Yeah. There you go. Hopefully, you guys make it out. Yeah. And hopefully, you guys play too. You should definitely submit or whatever you got to do. On to get on. Yeah, we're gonna try. Cool. Good. Good. Yeah. Do it. That's uh, a time. That's a time. I'll just tell you that is like <laughs> one of the greatest times you'll ever have. So okay. This was the question I was going to ask, and this is going to, to kind of determine the path of our friendship here. Del Taco or Taco Bell? Make a choice. Can I give you a no. long, complicated answer? No. No. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't. All right. I, I rescind uh, that. So I, I would yes, say. You can, if you would like. I would say Del Taco for me. However, we do get street cred because Jessica loves the nacho cheese from Taco Bell so much that she's practically writing a holiday song about that. Not practically. Not oh, practically. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She did write a Christmas song about nacho cheese specifically from Taco nacho Bell. Nacho cheese and the Crunchwrap Supreme. Thank you very much. In, the nacho cheese is, is the only redeeming quality to Taco Bell. Really it's very true. Right, yeah. right now. Agreed. So. Uh, I, Del Taco, yeah. though, I mean, it gets your gets it, that that initial, okay, yeah, yeah, Del Taco. Del yeah. Bell. First. Yes. Okay, good. Oh, great. You guys are awesome. <laughs> good. Good. No, I I loved my wife and I love Del Taco. My son does too. We do not have one in our town. Oh, this town sucks. Crazy. I know Sorry. it's blasphemy. It had one for years, and they put some stupid, fucking horrible pizza place where it was, and it's like, oh, this is like Anthony. It's coastal San Diego, right? And it's like. Oh no! They take all the good stuff out and put all the horrible, twice as expensive stuff in, kind of thing. My you heart know? hurts for you. I know, no Del Taco. Oh, but there's a Taco Bell two blocks away. Uh, Fuck me! Like, sure, just oh, crunch come everything on. in nacho cheese. It's fine. <laughs> there you go. I mean, I I could look forward to the nacho fries. I mean, they do have those. Are you so. serious? Is that yeah. a thing now? What the fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. It's like I drive past this place every day and there's signs still mm. all over the building. I feel like Nacho fries are back. Like, oh, Taco Bell is I'm just taking shit that. that it's like, I feel like everybody is like always high that's marketing. Like, cool, we're going to make a taco shell out of a Dorito. Like, and then <laughs> oh, wait, also. Did you ever see the gonna, fried chicken taco shell? Gonna, oh, yeah. Yeah. Nick, I'm sorry, the naked chicken chalupa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yes. We're going to put some fucking chips. In your burrito, what? Bob, Bob can, I, can I blow what? your mind for a second? <laughs> yep. Bob, I have something to tell you. I just saw sure. a thing on Facebook that Taco Bell is introducing a new item that is a burrito 
that is covered with a layer of melted cheese. Oh, interesting. <laughs> really? Oh, is it a quesarito, like it's a, a, a quesadilla and a, and a burrito mixed the, together kind no, of? No, the picture looks like a burrito that then they just took melted cheese and kind of drizzled over the whole entire thing and then let it harden. Oh, whoa. Oh, it's hardened. So it's, it's like hardened a cheese. No, oh, it's in like a protective casing. For your burrito, for the it, grease. I right. imagine holding it as like a like a silicone mold of a burrito. <laughs> You're gonna have to hold that thing with like tongs yeah. or something to keep it from like popping out of your yeah. hand. So. Wow, that's really wow. interesting. I'm gonna, okay. <laughs> so, um, hey Siri, cheese burrito, <laughs> cheese, cheese outer layer. Okay, how did you guys make that work? So, can, that's like some nuclear cheese or something. I don't know. I don't know. Can I also All right, spread so, some love for Sacramento real quick, just because they've been sure, of course. Okay, oh yeah, of course. So I want to say absolutely. how much I love Sacramento and Northern California because everybody has been so fucking wonderful here. We moved here. And literally played our first show in like like two days after and like with like the bomb pops and shit like that. And then like ever since then, we've just had nothing but shows like Gilman and everybody there was like, oh, here, like you're, you're here. Awesome. Let's play shows. Here's this show. Here's this show. Like, let's do this. Like, do you want to play this? Like everybody up here in like in Northern California, like Bay Area and like Sacramento has just been fucking amazing. We were so worried, like moving up that we were like. Oh, I don't know if we're going to get shows. I don't know if we're going to be a band. Like we just, we just needed a change of scenery, you know, like living in Orange County and stuff like that is not great. So, and we were like getting pressed out and everything, but like, holy shit, like the scene up here has just been nothing but wonderful. And just like fucking welcomed us with open arms, like lightweight. Those dudes were like, uh, at our first show, they were there like, Hey, awesome. This is your first, like you guys just moved here. Let's go to the river. You guys want to share a lockout? Let's like within like five minutes of meeting each other. Like wow, those are, they are very, very nice yeah. guys too. Yeah. Like yeah, for sure. I can't say enough about how wonderful and amazing Sacramento and like the Bay area Gilman, everybody just like, I love everybody so much. So uh, thank you so much for welcoming us into Northern California. And God, God, I can't, I so good also that's great yeah good for i'm i'm very happy for you guys for you guys seriously like what a what a what a refreshing thing to get to deal with a situation like that i would say you know i think another big reason why we felt so welcome as a band when we first moved here was because of the hills brothers because of sean especially because like sean and pat right almost immediately he was like you guys are cool i guess i could book you on some shows and he just kept doing it so i don't know why or if he likes us or what but he's a sweetheart and John's a very yeah. nice guy. Yeah. For and sure, same, for same sure. with Pat, like almost immediately we recorded with him. We read the lockout from him now. Like we're like good buddies with them. Like we're actually like, they're friends. They're not just music people that we know because of music. Like a lot of SoCal can be, you know, like I don't, I don't get that vibe sure. from anybody here. Here I can, I get the vibe of like, you're a friend for us, but Oh, we also play music too. You know, people would be like, Oh, how are you liking Northern California? How do you like, you know, how's it going? Like, you know, so for anybody that's wondering, it's wonderful. Come play shows here. Come hang out. Let us know when you're going to be here. We'll take you out on the tab. There you go. Cool. All right. All right. Excellent. Last question, really. Anything, what's coming up for you guys? I know you have that, the split on Asian Man coming up. What does the future hold for Danger Inc.? So Friend Split is out on Asian Man Records. Um, it's on Spotify now. Pre-orders are available. And then the physical release is the 20th in san jose at the annual get married uh holiday bonanza they have out there that's oh that you guys are playing too, right? You sarcasm guys... grumpster and get married um and then we're playing three more shows with sarcasm and get married in fullerton 
Uh, and then we're playing the This Year Sucks Fest at Gilman. And with those two bands. With those two like bands and like 10 other bands. Others. Yeah. Oh, you guys are doing the This Year Sucks, yeah. too. Yeah. That's, great. That's such a great name for a, like an all-day music <laughs> thing, so too. So, that's and then so we're great. playing here in SAC the day after that uh, with the Globs, just My other, other band. band. Uh, Excellent. And then I think we're going to take most of January and February off to try to start writing songs. But then there's a bunch of other cool shit we have happening in February and March of next year. Uh, some fun shows we haven't announced yet, but we will soon. Where our next show is going or after december because we have all those shows is going to be the last saturday i think in uh in february it's and day, it's going to be lousy advice uh shelby and eric from yes, sad girls the super and, group of sad girls and lightweight yeah so it's going to be their gotcha. first okay, show cool cool um and then we have some stuff that hasn't been announced yet but will be soon follow us on instagram they direct music for more on that yeah. Be sure, be sure to click like and subscribe and, and smash and, that like, smash button. that like button and hit, hit that bell. That bell. Oh my god! I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There will definitely be links to <laughs> various ways of getting a hold of you on my website once this is done and all that good Very stuff cool. too. Can we make sure, a YouTube so. channel so I can say that? Absolutely not. No, nope. come on. I have a YouTube channel. Whatever you want, I will put on that YouTube channel for you as long as it's tasteful and you know. Oh well, then never mind. Uh, oh, never mind. Oh. Okay, tasteful. Cool. No, okay. thank. Why no thank. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're about we're about done with the uh, Danger Inc. talk. Thank you guys so much for talking to me tonight. So, um, yeah, you guys are great. I love listening to your music. I love talking to you guys too. So, thank you very very much for being on the I Want to Party with Bob podcast. Thank you, Bob. This Yay. was fun. Thanks, Thanks Bob. For